You're listening to Language Caster's Football Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to week 10 of the 2011 season of the football show for all learners of English. My name's Damien, and though normally based in London, this weekend I am in Ireland. Now, talking of Ireland, the national football side had a very good week as they defeated Armenia to finish second in their European Championship group and will now play Estonia in a playoff over two legs in November. The feeling in Ireland is that maybe this could be their chance to finally make it to a major tournament. And we'll be looking at other stories from the European Championship qualifiers, including Wayne Rooney sending off in our review of the footballing week in the good, the bad and the ugly. But we'll also be focusing on some extraordinary stories from the African Cup of Nations qualifiers. Now this week there are also plenty of interesting derby matches being played around Europe including the Lazio-Roma game in Italy and the Liverpool-Man United match in the English Premier League. And These and other games will be featured in our prediction roundup later on in the show. And this week's guest predictor is Anna who is a Liverpool fan. Now for our main report this week we'll focus on that Liverpool-Man United game by looking at some of the statistics surrounding this grudge match. Remember, of course, we have lots of language support for this and all of our other regular features on the show, including another English for football phrase. This week, Damon will explain the phrase to shore up. Yes, that was, of course, in French. And we'd like to say hello to all of our listeners from France and, of course, to everyone else around the world who wishes to improve their listening skills from our show. Right, next up is our good, bad and ugly section. And first up is Damon with a look at some of the good and bad news from last week. Well, good this week. While most football reporters' eyes were on the European qualifiers and the World Cup qualifiers in Asia and South America, qualifying for the 2012 African Cup of Nations was wrapped up last week. And it's congratulations to Minos, Botswana and Niger, who both qualified for the first time in their histories. Some of the continent's bigger teams, such as South Africa, Nigeria and Egypt, the current ANC champions, failed to get through, while Botswana and Niger both topped their groups. More on Niger's qualification later in this section, I think. It was a great result for the Zebras, that's Botswana and Amena from Niger. As for bad, well, Rooney sees red again in England's European Championship qualifier against Montenegro. After losing the ball to Zadovic, the red mist descended and Rooney lashed out at the defender, kicking him from behind. There seemed to be no reason for the Manchester United and England strikers' anger and at the time, England were relatively comfortable with the score at 2-1. Montenegro went on to draw the game with a late equaliser and earn a place in the best runners-up qualifiers. The England manager Capello has left scratching his head, along with England fans, and has decided that Rooney will play no part in his team's upcoming friendly games. Does this mean his place is under threat? I don't think so, but everyone will be wondering how the temperamental forward will perform every time he takes the field in an England shirt. Damien, what about ugly? Well, Damon has already mentioned the African Cup of Nations qualifying rounds, and perhaps the biggest story emerging from that tournament was not the fact that Nigeria failed to qualify but that South Africa's failure to understand the rules of the competition ensured that the Bafana Bafana would not be travelling to co-host Gabon or Equatorial Guinea for next year's competition. After they managed a scoreless draw in their game against Sierra Leone, the players did a lap of honour as they thought they had topped their group with a superior goal difference over their rivals Sierra Leone and Niger. Little did they know 
that in the case of teams finishing on the same points, then the head-to-head results counts and not goal difference, meaning that Niger qualified for their first ever major tournament and leaving the South Africans fuming but ultimately red-faced. Now next up we have a main report and on this week's uh, report we take a look at the big Northwest derby here in England. That's Liverpool against Manchester United. And if you want to follow this report a little more closely you're able to download it onto your computer and read the transcript that comes with it. On this week's main report we take a look at one of the fiercest rivalries in English football. Liverpool versus Manchester United. Do you know which team is older? Which one has won more head-to-heads? Have they ever played each other in a final? Which of them has won more league titles? These and other questions are all answered in this week's listing report. 1878. This was the year that Manchester United, then known as Newton Heath, came into existence and in 1910 they moved to their current home at Old Trafford. Liverpool were founded 14 years after their rivals in 1892, entering the league the following year. Now, Manchester United have recorded 60 league wins over their rivals. Liverpool have managed 53 victories and there have been 43 draws. And if all matches are taken into consideration, for instance, cup matches, United lead 70 to 61. 5. The number of European Cups that Liverpool have won compared to United's three. Liverpool won their first in 1977 but United had already been victorious by then in 1968. Both sides have also been beaten twice in finals, United having lost in 2009 and 2011, while Liverpool missed out in 1985 and 2007. 19 is the number of domestic league titles that Manchester United have managed to win. That is one more than Liverpool, and the last of those for Liverpool was in 1990. Indeed, when Liverpool last won the title... United had only managed to win the English League on seven occasions. The Red Devils have undoubtedly been the more successful side in recent times. 4. This is the number of times these two sides have met in major finals. The 1977 and 1996 FA Cup Finals, both won by United, and the League Cup Finals of 1983 and 2003, which both went to Liverpool. Liverpool have seven League Cup titles. That's a record while United have won the FA Cup on 11 occasions, also a record. In fact, United are the most successful club in English football, with 53 trophies in total. 1964. Now, this was the last time a player directly moved between the two clubs. Phil Chisnell, who went from Liverpool to United. Other players have played for both clubs, for example, Peter Beardsley and current player Michael Owen. Very few have made the direct swap between the teams. This rivalry can also be seen by the fact that there have been five red cards in the last seven matches between the two teams. No love lost at all. First. Now Manchester United have been ranked first by Forbes as the most valuable football club on the planet in 2011, while Liverpool feature in ninth place. It'll be interesting to see what both sides think of that come Saturday. Now, as I mentioned earlier, by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com, you can find the transcript for that report. And on the site, you'll also find transcripts and language support for many other of our regular features on the show, including our English for football phrase. Yaggity yag, I don't talk back. Yaggity yag, yaggity yag. 
This week's English for football phrase is to shore up. This phrase is almost always followed by the word defence and is used to say that a weak defence needs to become stronger. Originally, to shore up meant to put some support against something to make it stronger. For example, a weak house wall may have wood attached to it to make it stronger. To shore up something. In football, we say a team needs to shore up its defence, maybe by bringing in a new defender or changing tactics. In the Premier League, Manchester United are top of the table, but most teams playing them have had a lot of chances to score. Their left-back, Evra, believes they need to shore up the defence if they want to win the title. To shore up. Thanks for that, Damon. And of course, you can download the transcript of that audio file at our site at languagecaster.com. You'll also be able to find our predictions for this week, where we will be featuring the Liverpool-Man United game and some of the other big games from around the European leagues. Damon still leads the predictions battle. Remember, it's three points for a perfect score and one for a correct result. But this week's guest predictor is Anna, who's a Liverpool fan, and she'll be hoping to improve the guest predictor's total. Now, remember, if you'd like to participate as one of our guest predictors, contact us at admin at languagecast.com, or you can leave a prediction below the post. Okay, here are my predictions this week. And we're going to start in the Bundesliga with Werder Bremen against Dortmund. I'm going to go with home advantage here, Werder Bremen 2-1. Big game in the Premier League. This is the Northwest Derby, Liverpool against Manchester United. Uh, can Liverpool stop the juggernaut that is the Red Devils? Yes, they can. They're going to win this one 1-0. Staying with the Premier League, we've got the Black Country Derby, West Bromwich Albion take on Wolves. I think Wolves are going to win this one, 1-0. West Bromwich Albion have been uh, having a bit of bad form recently. Again in the Premier League, the north-east side Newcastle uh, host Tottenham, who are flying uh, upwards in their league. And I think this is going to be one of those goal-a-minute, thriller-spiller games. Newcastle are going to come out on top, 3-2. Serie A, another derby. Lazio against Roma. Again, I'm going to go with... Home advantage, 1-0. In La Liga, Real Madrid take on Real Betis. Real Madrid surprisingly in third place, although Real Betis are coming off two losses. So I think an easy victory for Real Madrid, 2-0. Some interesting ties in the Champions League. Napoli against Bayern Munich. Uh, This is the same group with Manchester City, who are not doing very well at all. And this could be a crucial match for the City side. Um, But I think Bayern Munich are going to win this one too. They're going to win 2-1 at Napoli. And our last game, this is again in the Champions League. Marseille take on Arsenal. Marseille are a tricky side, uh, especially at home when their fans get behind them. And I think they're going to win 1-0. Those are my predictions. Right, Damon, here are my predictions for the week. Starting off in the Bundesliga, Werder Bremen against Dortmund. I think this will be 2-2. Lots of goals, lots of excitement, 2-2. Now, your team Liverpool against Manchester United. It's the main report this week. I think United are going to win it. 2-1 away. Sorry, Damon. A big derby game in the Midlands. It's West Brom against Wolves. It's also a little bit of a relegation dogfight already. 1-1. Now, my team Tottenham are away at Newcastle. And I think we're going to do well here. We don't normally do well at Newcastle. But we're going to win this one. 2-1. Now, big derby in Italy in Serie A is Lazio and Roma. This will finish 0-0. 
Now in La Liga in Spain this weekend, we see Real Madrid against a very much improved Betis side. And uh, I think this will finish 1-1. Now in the Champions League next week, we've got Napoli from Italy against Bayern Munich from Germany. I think this will finish 1-1. In the other group, we've got Marseille and Arsenal. I think it's going to be a Marseille win, 2-0. They're my predictions for the week. Enjoy all the football and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoy all of the football and uh, your team wins as long as it's not Manchester United. See ya.